and soon, in a place known as the Land of Caves and Silence. <laughs> oh boy. Equius, let her know the deal. So there's Equius, and he's talking to Aradia. Uh, who wants her? <laughs> okay, okay. What was that, Jules? No, what's Equius? I mean, I can do Equius, it's fine. Thank you. <laughs> Ash, do you want to get on this one? Uh, sure, I can be radio. Centaur's testicle began trolling Apocalypse Arisen. Or radio, here's the deal. Now that the game has begun, the plan will be modified slightly. We will not be co-leaders of the blue team. I alone will be the leader. Is that understood? That's fine. Good. Wait, you have no objection? Are you sure? No, I'm okay with it. Do you typically embrace such a passive attitude when your superiors give you orders? I don't usually receive orders from superiors or... Otherwise, but really, it's fine. Hmm. What? I think I should get a towel. I'm perspiring heavily again. Why? What's wrong? Never mind. I'm trying to stay professional about this. About what? What are you talking about? Forget it. It's just... Pleasant to consort with one of one lesser breeding who clearly understands her place. I've understood for some time this will be my role. To function as your server player. And that you would be the team leader as the first in the chain. Perfect. Then we are on the same page. I look forward to seeing how well you serve me, server player. Um, that's not quite the meaning of the word server. What do you mean? As your server, I manipulate your environment to help you advance. I don't understand. Are you... Are you saying that you're in a position of control over me? I suppose so. Oh. What? Oh my god. Uh... This is... Impropriety of a caliber I cannot even... It's... You're as low on the hemospectrum as possible. To consider that someone so low could be in a position of authority over me is... It's just so... Disgusting. You really are quite a snob. No, it's... Filthy. Uh... I, I need some air. Or some cold milk. Or a towel. I need a towel. Where the fuck are all my fresh towels? I mean, fiddlesticks, please pardon my language. It won't happen again. You look really agitated. Are you sure you're alright? Oh, Jesus. Equius. 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 <laughs> the second Stop. the second she says I manipulate your surroundings, he's like, oh, oh boy. Stop. Next. <laughs> he is vibrating in this chair. 
I'm fine. I'll be fine. I just need to breathe and to break something, possibly. Break something? Yes, it helps me relax. Oh, I think I understand. Do you? I like breaking things. I didn't used to, but now I do. It's fun. Um, hello? Are you sure you're okay? Yes. You really do look like you're sweating pretty hard. I just need a blasted towel. Wherever did that author get off to? Maybe you should break something to try to calm down. Perhaps. Do you want me to break something? Whoa, what? I could break something if you want. Do you want to break something? Kind of. I... dumb. Okay. Jesus. This horny shitty boy. (laughs) He's too horny. Next. (laughs) (laughs) It keeps happening. Through a tub, through a There wall. is something seriously psychosexual about the girls keeping, like, to, f- like, keep fucking up the boys' plumbing. Literally. Like. <laughs> yeah, like, man. <laughs> yeah. There's something happening there. <laughs> I don't know if Andrew Huffy knew it when he was writing it. <laughs> how, how could he not, how could he not know it at this point? This is literally, like, this is a literal figurative stepping on his junk. God. Equius, I'm about to throw an abulation trap through your wall. Heads up. Yes. Yes, that was wonderful. It was pretty cool. But could you please refrain from dipping into the vernacular of commoners? In fact, this is an order from your from your leader. Call things by their proper names. What? You want to call me a you want me to call it a bathtub? That sounds ridiculous. Nevertheless, do it. Fine. Now, could you please... Uh, do that again. What? You want me to throw the trap through your wall again? I mean the tub. Yes. Is that in order? Yes. Wait, I don't know. What don't you know? Maybe I don't want to order you to. Maybe I want you to do whatever things that you want to do. I really have no idea what you're talking about. You could cause quite a bother for me with the power you wield. I can do nothing to stop you, peasant girl. It's so magnificently depraved. You are so weird. And this is coming from a ghost. Ribbit. What was that? Are you role-playing now? Stop, it's unbecoming. Sorry. You're better than that. And by better, I mean worse. Much, much worse. Downright coarse and degenerate. Just reprehensibly sordid. Um... Actually, yes. 
You may roleplay and proceed to deep in this already irretrievable debauchery. In fact, I command it. I command you to have free will and do as you please, and continue being bothersome and unpredictably destructive. I mean, if, if you want. I'm not really roleplaying. I'm part frog. But okay. I guess I can break some more stuff. Ribbit. Yes. Ribbit again. I can't really control the rivets. Yo, what the fuck, Equius? It's <laughs> like, God, this girl's Your dumb and also she's the frog girl. Fuck. Shit. But are you RPing? No, it's cool. I'm getting to it now, yeah. It's like, are you RPing? It's cool, are you it's cool. This no, do that. Keep doing it. dumb. I didn't say stop. <laughs> God. Next. <laughs> oh, God, it keeps going. I will make it. <laughs> she threw it out the other wall. <laughs> I will make haste through this mysterious realm and find your gate. It will pose no challenge for me at all. Yeah, I know. I will then give you your new body, and you may take your rightful place as my subordinate. Sure. Actually, now I'm beginning to wonder... What? Whether I want you to be my subordinate. Hmm. I hope this doesn't sound too strange. Everything you say sounds strange. Maybe I would like you to be the co-leader again. Okay. In fact... Oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm meditating this thought. It feels just vile. Try not to roll your eyes at me. I don't have pupils. Would you mind terribly being the leader? Fine. But don't tell anyone. You will be the leader of me and I will lead all else. You would in effect be the secret leader. Yeah, sure. That's pretty much how it is anyway. Yes, that's the spirit. You have to take you take to authority well for one of your blood. I don't have blood. Not yet, but soon your heart will beat anew and through it fresh blood and fresh passion. Uh wow, uh can you just bring me the robot already? On my way. Centaur's testicles cease trolling Apocalypse Arisen. Alright. <laughs> Equius, buddy. Equius, stop. I just linked to something that feels very accurate to what's going on right now in the comic. Yeah. Folks at home, it's just a person asking, like, Hey, so, what are your kinks? And just the other person just, like, sweating desperately <laughs> taking a drink of their glass. Where's my towel? That's literally what's I happening. I need my towel. <laughs> well, hey, Jules, why is there an arm on this page? There's an arm. Son of a... I just thought it was a robo hey, arm. what the fuck? Oh, this goddamn arm. It's chasing Nana, you. This Nana surprise... This, I still think it's Ghost Nana, to some extent. Just Ghost Nana fucking kink-shaming Equius from beyond. Just fuck... <laughs> Grandma's kids. That's weird. Someone needs to get stepped on. God. I heard of mommies, but this is ridiculous. 
Proceed to second gate. Strong jump. And he jumps all the way to the second gate, and he fucking punches a dude so hard it knocks his head off. Under any other circumstances, I would find Equius cool. Yeah, but he's still fucking Equius. Fucking Equius. Ugh. Next. Uh, and he sees a cave. This poses no challenge for you at all. And he's just jumping into the gate. Yep. Equus, enter. Strong fall. <laughs> so he's gonna land right on Aradia's old house. Equus, deliver present. It I- looks nice. <laughs> oh. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you, 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 you can take a radio here. Just... <laughs> Sorry. You can take a radio now if you want, Jules. I was going to offer, but I saw how short this one was. There's more if you okay, want to. Uh, in that case, I'll take a radio then. Okay. Okay, I can keep doing Equus so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. She's suffering enough. <laughs> it looks nice. Yes. It is perfect in every way. Ribbit. Do you have a clean towel anyway? Shove a fucking Equus off this... Southern... uh. (laughs) A radius brain. Enter Soulbot. She does that. Ooh, uh, next. Ooh. So she's got a body. I think it suits you. Much more than the form of a levitating ghostly amphibian. How does it feel? It feels... different. Okay. But I mean, do you feel anything else? Uh... Any sort of stirring sensations? Stirring? Yes. Such as... Sensations which may be stirred by flowing blood at a beating heart. I'm not sure. Can you detect anything within you might describe as smoldering passion? I mean, just out of curiosity. Wait, what is that? What's what? This feeling. Oh god, oh my god, what did you do? Next. Oh, what did he do? Equius. Uh, so she is psychically choking him. As a robot. Did you program this robot to have feelings for you? Romantic feelings? Answer me, blue blood scum. I... Yes. It, it's chip in your heart. Is that not okay? Get it out. I guess I can uninstall it if you would Get just... Get it out! Sorry, I'll... Get it out, 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 get it out! Uh-oh. Yeah, that's fucked up, that's real fucked up. That's real fucked up. Next. Oh! 
Aradia rips the heart out of the robot. Good! That's fucked up, but good. Next. And she fucking smashes it. Aquius is so... With her super strong robot arm. Aquius is so scared, but so turned on right now. What was that about Briska yeah. saying she should just reach into her own chest, pull out her heart, and pound it into mush on her desk? Oh, huh. Weird. <laughs> fucked up. Weird. Next. Oh, good. Oh, she's beating the shit out no, of him. No, this is the problem. This is what he wants. Yeah. Next. Oh, she's screaming right in his face. Good. He fucking deserves this. Uh, what? Fucking why? <laughs> why what? Use your words. Why is she kissing this dirt bag? Why is she kissing this dirt bag? Let me guess. The feeling, the feelings weren't really in the heart necessarily. Well, it's complicated. Oh, by the way, this was the first time Homestuck ever went on hiatus. This exact panel. So Two weeks. I'm so glad I wasn't like part of the fandom at the time because I would have actually been screaming. <laughs> yeah, so this is the exact panel where uh, they took the first break, which was two weeks long. Um, people didn't appreciate no, I that. No, not. <laughs> next. Uh, next. Yeah, next. it wasn't really a good time for next. everyone. All right, all right, we'll go next. Nepeta's a little confused at this development. Yeah, that's right, because Nepeta's just been watching all this shit happen. Yep, because she has the Aradia cam. Nepeta, update wall. <laughs> you consult your shipping <gasps> wall. Clearly some changes are in order. You must admit you didn't see this one coming, even with your remarkable matchmaking acumen. You should probably recolor all the Aradia panels, so she looks like a robot now. It's a major commitment keeping up with all your ships, but it is worth it. I love it. this! So we see uh, she has drawn just basically every possible pairing. Um, And so the ones on the left here have hearts and the ones on the right have diamonds. Huh. Uh, So she has one of the diamond ones that has her and Equius circled in red. And it says Durr. uh, Because they're friends somehow. It matches up. Um, And now circled in blue are Equius and uh, Aradia uh, over on the heart side. Uh, uh, underneath that square is uh, Terezi and Gamzee <laughs> uh, with a red heart over it. It says probably not. Um, but above that, a very important uh-huh. one is Nepeta and Carcat, and it says, oh yes under it. She likes Carcat, doesn't she? <laughs> she likes Carcat. I can get with that. It's not a bad ship. Yeah, no, it's not a bad ship at all. Kaka could use some positivity in his life. Let's <laughs> <laughs> gonna put it that way. I do like. Also, but yeah, this is the ship. I do wall. also like this. Possibly, like in the upper left-hand corner, like I think Gamzee and Friska. Um, I think that is Karkat oh. and Friska. <laughs> Does it just say, okay, no, underneath that one? 
Yes. <laughs> just like, he just goes, no. Yeah, that's never gonna happen. Well, I'm sad about the Aradia and Solix one having the heart and then crossed out. Yeah, it had a heart next to it, crossed out, and changed to... No! Crossed out, changed to a diamond. Fucking... What? Just... I, I don't... Ugh. You don't I, I don't I don't like Equius and Aradia at all. No, it's not very good. Carcat, recruit Riska. Do you want Carcat or Riska? I want Carcat. I miss my boy. You get your boy. Carcinogeneticist began trolling Arachnid's grip. <sighs> okay, this is going to sound preposterous given our last conversation. And I guess practically every conversation preceding it. And I'm probably going to have something completely disgusting, like apologize. And even though I'll hate myself for it, I'll totally mean it, I promise. Like, really, really mean it. You're going to ask me to join your team, aren't you? Yeah! How did you know? I don't seem to have much choice now. Aradia kicked me off the good team. Wait, wait, sorry. Uh, no, wait. I don't have to apologize. That's right. You have no choice now. I apologize to myself for offering you a shitty, meaningless apology. Apology accepted, Cockhead. Let's bury the Thresher with a totally platonic bro bulge bump. Bump. <laughs> you dork. Do you really think your usual pedantic quips are going to bug me now? I'm not trying to bug you. I'm trying to get you to join my damn team. Now step in line, circuit. I was just betrayed and abandoned by my two accomplices and best pals. And on top of that, I am soaked in the blood of my Lucis, which I just had to decapitate myself. So listening to a crabby asshole be all tickled with his own mediocre retorts isn't going to spoil my evening. Okay, well, sorry to hear about that. But I mean, you could just dump a carcass in the colonel and bring it back stronger than ever. Wow. Good to know, I guess. Now why don't you hop in the trap, wash that nasty blue shell off, and join a fucking session already? What? It's so rude to dictate hygiene procedure to a lady, under any circumstance, even for douchey loudmouths with delusions of leadership. Maybe you should try to think about the dumb things that fall out of your protein shoot for once, Vantis. Blah, blah, blah. Now my shoot is doing a fucking stellar impression of something that doesn't give a shit. Anyway, you know my blood's the prettiest, and you'd obviously kill to have it. No, it sucks. Totally happy with mine. Nice try, though. Oh, bullshit. Why would you hide behind your lame gray anonymity, then? You do realize everyone thinks that's totally lame, right? It's nobody's business! I don't see why it should be a matter of public record. I'm not gonna wear that shit on my sleeve like you do. Literally and figuratively. It's private, so everyone can go point their probing busybody sniff notes up their own impertinent seed flaps. Fine. Like anyone really cares. It's just lame and insincere. So why don't you tell me what I've got to do here? I await instruction from my big shot A-blooded leader. Okay, first things first. You've got to connect with Tavros quickly and get him in the session before he gets killed. Ugh. What? Can't someone else do that? No. Why? Ugh. What's the big deal? Just do it. But I hate that guy. Who cares? 
This is your command decision. Getting someone who hates a guy to save his life? That's pretty weak, boss. Why do you even hate him? It's fucking ridiculous. If anything, you should pity him. Especially you... Sorry. Especially since you were the one who paralyzed him. I know. I don't really understand it. It's just a really special kind of hate. Never goes away and doesn't make a lot of sense. This is kind of a weird time to be confiding in me about your feelings of black romance, but okay. Oh god, what? I mean, if you're really implying Tavros is your kismesis, I think you're braving up the wrong front nub. Both parties have to hate each other equally. I mean, like, true hate. Maybe your feelings come somewhat close to fitting the bill, but I don't think he can hate anyone. It's weird. It's kind of broken in the head. Fuck, what are you talking about? I think this subject is beyond a lot of people's grasp, but I know a lot about it. Nobody ever really wants to talk about it to me, though. Whoa, really? Oh, no shit, really? Okay, most people who haven't had their lobe stem cauterized are capable of feeling the two primary emotions, hate and pity. Pity is, of course, just the toned-down version of the central emotion, hate. And all the nuances of pity manifest as various other kinds of feelings, like whatever chemical reactions trigger mating fondness, all this mysterious forces that are behind royal legions. Carcat, holy fuck. So boring. A well-balanced person is going to have a good distribution between hate and the various pity humors. Having good balance keeps the emotions sharper. See, I think that's your problem. Oh? I hope you know I already wore out some good note-taking pens today. All the pens. All of them. See, my hate is like a finely tuned instrument because I'm aware of these principles. I could hate a hole in paradox space itself, straight through to a new reality, fresh for the hating. (laughs) You don't even know how much I'm laughing at this. But see, you're too heavy on the hate side, or at least you pretend to be, which is maybe worse. You aren't reading anything I say, are you? You just want to talk and talk and talk. You think you're hating up everyone hard when you're just really burning out that entire emotional hemisphere. It's like lukewarm hate. Pretenders hate, with no counterpoint at all. As such, there's no real substance to your hate. It's like a cardboard movie prop. Which is why your brain is broken. Kind of like Tavros's, but like on the opposite hemisphere, I guess. Or maybe your broken brain led to the imbalance in the first place. I don't know. Whatever the case is, you're kind of emotionally screwed. Sorry to say. Your hate's too dull for a propagus mesis, in my opinion. And I don't see anyone chomping at the bit to be your moral. Honestly, unless there's someone out there who actually would bother pitting you. And landing a mate sprit? <laughs> Seriously, like that would even interest you. Basically, any feature of your emotional profile that usually makes someone viable in the red room department must be totally fried. (laughs) Your black room potential's probably toast, too. Hey, are you there? Oh, yeah. I started tuning you out. Are you done? No way, I could go on. This is fascinating. Tell me how the fuck this isn't fascinating. Did you learn this crap from your awful romance movies? They're really intriguing sociologically. Incredibly complex, sophisticated stories. You wouldn't get it. Hey, asshole. Stop watching movies for girls. 
What part of intriguing sociologically don't you understand? Also, they're awesome. Shut up. Ugh, okay. Man, just let me connect to boy stupid dumb fuck so I don't have to listen to this anymore. Yeah, okay. Oh, wait. I never even got to the damn point. What is it now? I didn't need you specifically to connect to Tavros. I mean, I get any schlub due to that. You just have to get in there ASAP because I really need your mind powers. You do? I mean, obviously you do. Duh. What for? I ran into someone here. Sort of double agent, I guess. His name is Jack. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> I love that we get all this bullshit that Karkat has concocted from watching rom-coms and we get to... Oh, right, Jack's here. Huh. That's weird. Also, God, I love Karkat. Karkat's <laughs> fucking great. Karkat. Yeah, so we got all these mate sprit... Uh, Basebrick Kismesis. Moral Legion. Uh, Moral. Yeah, Moral. For short. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, a lot of words you don't know, yeah. huh? Don't worry, none of that matters. Black, yeah. Don't worry. It doesn't matter. Yep. You, you can't fucking lie to me. I've heard of Kismesis. Alright, that's fair. <laughs> you, can't, you can't hide Kismesis from me. You can't hide the sins of the internet. <laughs> Anyway. I, I'm sorry, I, I really do just fucking love Cockett going on this fucking spree. Yeah, like, right, he just, he's just... Like, mid, like midway through, Chris Cockett, you're not even listening to me, like, you're just going off. <laughs> that was some fucking, like, Dave level, I'm not listening, I'm just going to talk for an hour now. Yeah, I just, I need to just talk about, I like how, even, like, on the panel, first is just, like, blank face, like, holy fucking shit, he's really yeah, just like, going. What the, he's just gonna fucking keep talking, isn't he? Oh shit! Uh, so Karkat's bleeding, but his oh. blood is changing a bunch of colors. Is this your rainbow blood? Do you have rainbow blood? Oh, I love my boy even more now. Oh, he's, he's a, fucking he's dope. A, he's the gayest boy. He's the gayest. Oh man! I've got some shipping to do. Hold on, I'm making up a shipping wall. You gotta get some charts. Yeah. I did miss the shipping. I did miss the shipping wall. <laughs> the shipping wall's so good. Oh man. He has some inside information about his kingdom. He wants to work together with us to overthrow the Black Queen. So I said okay, and now I need your help. Um, okay. I can try. What does he know? He recently got a hold of some intel regarding a weakness in the Queen's defenses. I don't know any more than that, but we've got to hurry and get started on this thing. Or it could get kind of awkward. Awkward? What do you mean? I mean, he's just standing here now, waiting for me, I guess. But it's okay, I think he's pretty much settled down. Settled down? Well, he stabbed me once. Oh, only once? Are you sure you should trust him? I don't know if I would, but hey, I'm not the leader. No, no, it's cool. He's cool. It's fine. I don't really mind the stabbing. It was all a misunderstanding. Well, okay, I'm pretty sure he meant to stab me, but I kind of think that's, like, the way he greets people. This game is so stupid. In any case, I think he's probably all stabbed out. Phew. Oh, man. 
Since you're bleeding, I should ask Terezi what color your blood is. <laughs> Good luck with that. She can't see me or smell me or anything. I'm way out of my hive somewhere else on the planet. Okay, then I'll ask Jack. No, Jack won't tell. I made him promise he wouldn't tell. Damn it. Stupid, lousy, tight-lipped, stab-happy double agents. Doesn't Trollian have some kind of viewport feature? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure only Solix knows how to set that up, and he's been in Communicata for hours for some reason. Anyway, that whole feature seems totally invasive and largely pointless to me, so just forget it. Yeah, okay. Here we are about to embark on an espionage mission. A spying tool sounds totally useless. Another great point, Captain. Whatever. Just get your ass in here so we can dethrone this goddamn queen. It'll mean one less god boss we have to fight. Fine, I'll be right there. Just try not to lose too much of your mystery blood and die. Arachnids grip cease trolling carcinogeneticist. A, I really like that Kaka was like, no, I made this mysterious man who stabbed me promise not to tell anyone what color my blood is. <laughs> no, don't no, he promised. We was pinky promise. Don't worry, he's all stabbed out. He's, he's all, all stabbed, stabbed out. out. <laughs> I like how sincere Kaka actually is. He's a nice boy. He is a nice boy. The fact that he also, it be he is like actually concerned about somewhat internet privacy. <laughs> yeah, no, he he fucking a don't look at me. I'm listen. Stop it. Yes, yeah. it's an invasion of privacy. <laughs> We're using a literal trolling app, but don't actually invade my privacy. And B, don't look at my fucking blood. Don't like, look at my fucking blood. Well, and of course he lets all he lets the privacy got the window when he was like, we gotta troll these humans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, once we're, once we're ready to troll humans, fuck it. They yeah. suck. And also just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, let's kill the queen. That went so well last time. Well, they're not going to kill the queen. Or dethrone her in this case, They're yeah. going to dethrone her. Completely All different, right. obviously. Especially Very when you're different. talking about Jack Noir. That's true. He definitely won't kill the queen. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh-uh. I like that. It'll be one less god boss we have to fight. Yeah, no. I don't think that's... No. <laughs> it's gonna mean one really strong god boss, Carcat. Be Jack a few minutes ago. You find the kid you've been looking for. He's got a pretty sharp tongue and you can't seem to get it sheathed. You should learn up front you're no stranger to sharp objects yourself. I love all these hardball descriptions from Jack Noir's perspective. They're so good. I love so the good. way, like, the Midnight Crew in Jack Noir work and the way they speak. Yep. It's really fun. It's a so fucking to good. It. It's, it's super stylish. Next. He still won't shut up. He doesn't seem to care about the wound. He's going on about the freakish color of his blood. He doesn't want you to look at it. Just look away, he says. You gotta admit, now you're curious. What the fuck is with Cockett's blood? Because now it's gray, it's but it's flat. It's got cool question marks that are flashing all the different colors of the blood. So it's not a rainbow. Okay. Sorry about your boy. Nah, uh, it's fine. He's still good. I'm not going to judge him for his blood. That'd be wrong. That would be wrong. Jack, look at knife. You don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> Nothing special. This kid's out of his mind. He's still blubbering on and on about it. Weird. So he's got red blood. 
but huh. not the red that the trolls have. No, it just looked like regular, like, this human is fucking, red blood. Yeah, human red blood. It's bright. Maybe it's in the eye of the beholder, the color of the blood? Huh. Next. Seems he's the only one of his kind with this mutant candy red blood. An outcast. Thinks he was put on this planet covered in a notion of his own blood to be taunted. Punished for something. Saddest story you ever heard. Gotta do something to shut him up. <laughs> Next. So now it's red on the panel. Yeah, so it is just red blood. Yeah, it's just red blood. Oh, is it just red? Okay. So, on the next page, Jack cuts himself across the hand and he starts bleeding red. Huh. Next. He shows him. (laughs) And Karkat is pretty taken aback. Yeah, I guess that would just... Like, having just plain old red blood would be weird. And he thinks that he's the only person with red blood, and then he meets this guy that has red Who blood. Who also has red blood. Of course they'd be best pals, even if he stabbed him a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Ashley, he's all stabbed out. It's fine. He's all stabbed, he's all stabbed out. No, he's all stabbed out. Don't even worry about it. No stress. No stress. Next. They reach out their hands. Next. And they shake hands. Blood Brothers! We're friends! So, so see, Carcat's land is covered in red. Gotcha. Well, Night of Blood also makes sense. Yep. <laughs> you stabbed me! I cut myself! Friends! Friends! Yay! Carcat, be in cahoots with Jack. Operation Regisurp. <laughs> Huge bitch, blah, blah, blah. blah. You and your like-blooded accomplice soon put Operation Regisurp in motion, a contingency plan which the ARC agent conveniently had on file named himself. If it were drafted by a legitimately legitimate contingency firm, it would obstinately have been given a better title. Your whole team executes the plan among the curse of its journey, employing espionage, mind control tactics, political sabotage, vicious interrogations, and cold-blooded assassinations. Everyone does their part, and you begin to learn the true meaning of teamwork as well as this troll disease called friendship. <laughs> uh, I love the various descriptions friendship has. Oh, it's so good. Just like, yeah. <laughs> it's a disease, it's an emotion. It's not an emotion. It's, it's basically just a telephone game. Like Yes. Yes, it's a telephone game between two sessions. God, I still remember what, like, learning how fucked up the British-Australian name for the telephone game is. Oh, what is it? Chinese Whispers. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then you think about it for two seconds, and I was like, oh. Oh. Oh! Welp! Yeah, that was a... mm. That's a bad time. That was an eye-opening day for me. I don't think it was that. It was, like, another game that we would play in, like, gym class. And someone was like, oh, what's this game called? And someone was like, oh, it's like called, like, the Rain Circle. And someone was like, that seems weird. <laughs> that seems like yeah! a weird thing to call that. And they're like, yeah, it is, actually. A little bit. Like, when you think about it for two seconds, like, hmm, hmm, hmm. 
Ah, oh, next. But before a single step is taken, Jack briefs you on the intelligence uncovered by one of his agents. It's an advantage over the queen you will seize upon while she has let her guard down. With each prototyping by each player, the royalty of both sides would evolve. The queen with her ring of orbs 12-fold would first take on the claws and rich carapace of your Lucis, and then the wings and scales of Trezzy's young dragon, then the horns and gills and cloven hooves of Gamzee's fallen custodian. So it would continue. Though a queen is a vain creature, she is also sworn to her duty. She would be braced for the heavy load of augmentation ahead. She could certainly withstand the eight eyes of an arachnid. The fairy wings might be at worst frivolous, and the great bullhorns can even be regarded as striking additions. For that matter, the sultry lips of a mother grub might very plausibly suit her. She perhaps would wear a brave face even behind a dignified mustache, and the centauring of her lower torso could transpire without much complaint. She would dutifully indulge a lactating udder, and when all was said and done, doubling her head count would surely be insult to elevenfold injury, but nothing she hadn't essentially endured already, all in the name of her kingdom. But she would spare herself all of these additional debasements, because before the rest came, there would be one corruption to her figure she could not abide. Her vanity would not allow it. That is actually pretty fucked up that... The ruler just has to take on all of these fucking attributes. It's kind of nasty. Yeah. Yeah. I love that we see little CD and he's got a hat with all of that on there. It's yep. so good. <laughs> he just loves that hat. God, I love CD. CD's so good, my boy. Uh, what was the first thing prototyped? Would have been. It would have been the crab. No, no, it's not the crab. Oh. When, what, hmm. Keep going. Next. Oh no! <laughs> she could not stand bearing the visage of the most loathsome creature known to existence. So vile its appearance, so contemptible its purpose, all depictions of the creature, let alone members of its population, are permanently banned from any jurisdiction in the reach of her agents. Those of its kind go by many names, and so does the reviled patron god they herald. The Great Detestation, the King Pond Squatter, Speaker of the Vast Joke, or most commonly, Bilius Slick. His true name is of course forbidden, and wearing his face is where she drew the line. <laughs> It's the frog head. Oh, boy. That's a nice fuck you from Aradia. Remember the ruby contraband? Right. Yeah, so... They don't like frogs here. Nope. But the patron god? What does that even mean? Yeah. I do like all these, like, different names for that. They're all very good. There's a song called Pond Squatter that's very good. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, that's the one that also got played by, like, an actual chamber music. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, there's a little album of that. It's very good. Nice. Uh, next. She removed the ring and concealed it in the royal vault while she was quite sure no one was looking. She then retired to her private chamber, from which she would dispatch orders, no one the wiser of her disadvantage. Or so she thought. <laughs> Man. Red Team. Execute Operation Regisurp. 
the operation in time would be a total success. The banished Quasar Royal would make the future Alternian Wasteland her home. Oh, this also... Okay, future Alternia just looks like what would happen if Spacelix didn't exist. Yeah, weird. And that's where we saw... Uh, Vagabond Jack Noir. Huh. huh. How does this fucking line up? Like... Well, if they, uh, exiled, if they exiled the Black Queen, and she's here. So this is... Huh. Mm-hmm. I, I, honestly, I, I cannot figure out how to link these up. <laughs> okay, we can keep going. Next, yeah, I'm curious until she was given a new purpose. Oh shit! This douchebag. There's Doc Scratch. Next. Huh? I just realized something. Hmm. Like the Black Queen. She reminds me of someone that we saw before. Well, yes, yeah, Snowman. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a theory for a little bit of like how the intermission was some variation of the game being played. I mean, like, if there's the Exiles, and she got exiled, and then Doc Scratch, who works for the Felt... Oh, shit. This Black Queen's actually Snowman, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Which would mean that that Jack Noir... Which means Jack Noir is... Spade Slick. Not the one that we originally saw. Right. But the troll session Jack Noir. Yes. And that's why at the end he has his own video screen that shows... Right, yeah. Carcat. That shows Carcat. Okay. (laughs) I felt my brain wobble a little bit at that. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Uh, So we see the red team. And the blue team. And all the symbols around Skya. Right, and basically how they logged in in order and, like, which one they yep. switch. Red team cool. rules! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Actually, red team's the fucking dope team. Oh, man, this is... <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting flashbacks to fucking red versus blue. No, 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 no. pull out, pull out, pull out. <laughs> Pull out, get no, out. no, I gotta... Hold on, let me find my season 3 DVD that I bought with actual money. I had... At the onset... I had three DVDs, Jules. I bought them from the EB games. <laughs> God. I still have the soundtrack. Listen. This... There's something inherently charming to that series, especially in the direction it fucking went. Yeah. Just the people surrounding it. Yeah. Or something else. Treasure Dare is a good band, though. Chocadero is a fucking, like, smooth-ass band. Their original songs were so good. Goddamn. Sorry, Molly. Sorry. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) But Molly, you would have gotten this for me anyway, even without Ashley here. Oh, I know. Don't worry. (laughs) But at the onset, you would know nothing of the Queen's aversion to an amphibious likeness or about her orbs 12-fold or any such details. You were informed of her disadvantage and would act accordingly. 
You and your red teammates would work to dethrone the queen in your session, while all the blue team members would take on the entirely separate set of royal adversaries in their own session. This was to be a competition, after all. Or so you thought. Huh. Yeah, because if there's only six, you know, each session, why are there 12 orbs? Right. That doesn't make any so sense. It's just like Randy said, the teams don't actually matter. It's just like, whose line is it anyway? <laughs> just like that. It's just, just like, that. like that. Just like that. <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh, hang on. I, I need to find whose line stuck. That's a real thing, by the way. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Seriously? Yeah. Everything oh, stuck was a thing, Jules. Uh, you said next, and we see Carcat with, like, a sword sickle and Terezi <laughs> fighting back-to-back. He's got a little mustache. I just hey. noticed that. <laughs> like, honestly, just noticed that. <laughs> also, that's the same... Carcat's... The hilt of his sword sickle is straight up the sword Jack Noir hands out. Yeah, it's it's half a Regisword. Yeah, it's a Regisword. That's great. His best friend gave him a sword. I stabbed you. Here's a sword. Well, he, he stabbed with the sword and then just left. Here, yes. use this. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, I guess. Thanks. Oh, Jesus. All right, thanks. <laughs> you would begin to notice a strange pattern. The blue team's prototypings would affect the mutation of your session's underlings. Yeah, because we got some centaur cow. Yep. Some frog ones. The cat over there. Yep. Huh. Next. And your prototypings would affect theirs. Yep. Next. Though the signs pointed to two distinct sessions, two sets of mystic ruins, two opposing teams, two separate chains of connected players... This was all misleading. So we see the two temples, yeah. we see the one outside Kanaya's place, and we see the one that was underground that Aradia found. Yeah. Next. You were joining a particularly unusual bifurcated session, meant from the start to receive all 12 players through two separate connection chains. A session with one Skya about which 12 planets would circle with one army of dark and one of light, with one pair of kings and one pair of queens, and with one cantankerous archagent and his typical disdain for authority. It wouldn't be until later in the session when the full chain was nearly closed that you would realize the truth. The truth was that it had always been the same session all along, that your teams were not competing, but cooperating towards a common goal. So basically they're in the same session, but in different points of the timeline almost. Well... Or, I don't I don't know about different points in the timeline, but they're definitely in the same session. Right, that makes sense. Huh. Alright, next. In the more drawn-out form of this adventure's narrative, figuring this out would have been a huge deal. We would have been completely blown away by this stunning revelation. <laughs> Say, wow, same session all along? Really? Huh. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Oh, I just linked, uh, who, whose line stuck. Yep. Land of points and chairs. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love this. Like, the, the person who did this wrote, like, the whole... Oh. Yeah, there's a whole dialogue set. It's fucking real good. God. Next. But since we've decided to engage this epic in shorthand, you feel you must insist that we continue with this expository interlude. It would turn out that the arrangement of the planets looked like this, rather. Bifurcated from the other, each team appearing to comprise a distinct chain in a distinct session, without the luxury of the complete picture we see here. It appeared that way until it was time to link the two chains, completing the circuit of twelve and uniting the teams. For these final two links, Skya had a plan, as it did with the order of every preceding link, and as it did with the paradoxal seeding of its own players on the surface of the planet it would later devastate to buy itself time. Its plan was as inescapable as all others, as inevitable as the reckoning it would ultimately face. Okay. Huh. Oh man, all the lines on this are questions. I, I didn't notice that before. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Wait, sorry, something serious has happened. <laughs> <laughs> We're just, we're just figuring out the troll session thing. Ain't no biggie. <laughs> Mobius double reach around. No, I didn't even... Did you say next, Jules? Yeah, I'm sorry. I said next. I did say no, next. No, I didn't even hear it. Yeah, Mobius double reach around. God damn so, it. So, Karkat connects to Solix. Right. And, and Equius connects to Kanaya. That was a fucking conversation. I bet that was a fucking deal. Oh, I bet, yeah, that was just a whole thing. <laughs> I never even thought about that one before. That sucks. Oh, poor Kanaya. <laughs> poor Kanaya. Especially knowing that, like, Equus would mention a ra- what's typing with a radio right now to Kanaya, and Kanaya would not be happy about that. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Solix and Kaka are just business as usual. Oh, yeah, they're just gonna chill. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Next. After watching the phrases Mobius double and reach around toggle for a few minutes while in a sort of stupor, you finally snap out of it. Your attention drifts towards these two symbols. You would try to be this mysterious characters, but you suspect you would fail, so you don't bother. They're way too mysterious for you to be them yet. Seriously, what's up with these guys? They live underwater or something? What's their deal? We'll learn all about that a little later. No, show me the Pisces person. I want to see the Pisces troll. I will learn about them a little God later. Damn it. Next. Just a little bit later. Oh. For that matter, what about this young lady? What's her deal? We'll probably find out about her later, too. It'll probably be quite some time before you get to be her. It could very well be pages and pages and pages. Fuck you, hussy. <laughs> and pages and pages and pages. Oh. Seriously, it could take forever. 